welcome back to Hour 2 of Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella with our guest, Fito Garza. Don, Don Fito. 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 To have the accent right. Fito. Fito Garza. I like the Fito. Don Fito. Don Fito sounds Don Vito. Yeah. Don Vito. <laughs> All gangster, no? <laughs> yeah. No, there was a band. Uh, they're called... Uh, they're from L.A. <laughs> I forget their name too. We played with them, and they had a guy named Curtis Don Vito. How's it going, Curtis? If you're listening, <laughs> Don Vito. By the way, the number if you want to call in and uh, join the conversation, if you're watching us live, is five zero five four 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 five zero five nine. If you are listening to the replay on KDAZ Radio in Albuquerque, thank you very much. Uh, they are like the best conservative station in town. They're on ninety six point nine FM and AM seven hundred. So. Fido, I found out Fido is actually the member of a band. Yeah. He's the bass player. I try to be. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and and so he's got a song. And don't worry, no uh and, and I know Michelle, you're listening over at KDAZ. There is no copyright on this or anything. This is like a this is like This a, is our song, it's so it's their song and I have his permission. To play this song for four hundred and eighty-five dollars every time. We'll <laughs> give you a deal. He's a <laughs> yeah, Ted Nugent wanted to stick me for five hundred bucks a show to use uh, Stranglehold. I was really, really disappointed in Ted Nugent, but it was his people. They never talked to him. You know, I bet if I talk to Ted Nugent in person one of these days, which maybe hopefully I'll get a chance to meet him someday, I say, Ted, how come you wouldn't let me use your song for my intro song for my conservative talk radio show? Yeah. Tell him I want you to. I want you on that day. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, our guest. And you know, by the way, I was thinking about something the other day because we had a really great guest on last week that I brought in last last minute. William Federer. He happened to be going through on a national speaking tour. So, any of our uh, listeners, viewers out there, whatever, if you know somebody that is well-known, that happens to be going through town, and we can maybe get them in here to join us on the show uh, on Friday morning when we are doing our live stream. Uh, I, I would love to get people like that in here so that they can have a, have a bigger voice in Albuquerque and, and be on all of my social media streams and podcasts and, and on KDAZ Radio on Saturday afternoon. But anyway, I'm going to give you a little bit of, a, of Fido's song here. And what's the name of the song, Fido? It's called Headlines. Headlines. And our singer Tim Mercy wrote this song uh, years ago, and it, it fits everything that's going on today. So we redid it and uh, made the lyrics okay. kind of fit for today. Let's play it and make you famous. What do you think? All right. All right, here we go. Let's see. Well, the CDC will look at two different things to determine if a patient has recovered. And our state yeah, that's the video. Those guidelines. Yeah. Some relief from New Mexico. As of right now, 133 people have recovered from COVID-19. New Mexico health officials are also looking at different factors for each patient's individual situation to determine if they've hit recovery. And if you're watching us live, you'll get to see the video of this song as well.
about the headlines that song is going to be a hit i'm telling Fake you right? so well it hasn't that. been we released it a few years back so oh, i love it that I song that, rocks i, I love it the words and, and the yeah the feeling and i told him when he wrote that it was twice as long and and we got to break this down and record it and he's like you think so and it's oh, got to no be on this kidding. album and we yeah we rearranged it and i love it it's, and, i think that's going to go bigger than that other song that it, that came out recently it would be great let's do I, this well you know? there you go i just listen you know, up people i just put you out on a whole bunch of platforms and you'll be on kdaz radio good. tomorrow too good that would be cool and i like i love what he says the trial has begun i always thought this was a free country mm-hmm. you know and we all thought didn't we yeah Yes, and for someone to be put on trial without discovery, without lawyers, without cross-examination. A bunch of accusations. That's not a trial. Yeah, really, a witch hunt, like you said. It's, yeah, yeah. it's, you know, uh, the Bolsheviks, you know, the accusé. That's right. That's all they had to do is say, that person did this, mm-hmm. and they're done, you know. It's kind of like the red flag law, huh? They yeah. Can, they can accuse you and write they come down on you all hard and take but, your guns. The headlines rule, and whatever is parroted, 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 people believe. And I see it happen to my own family, and I try to show them the evidence. Mm-hmm. You know, change the channel. Yeah, you know? get rid of it. Not Ari. even Fox. Is, Throw the TV out. <laughs> I I don't listen to watch TV anymore at all. It's all Twitter is great now. I love Twitter. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, I don't. I get my news from other places, of course. You know, and, I watch. I, I watch a very limited amount of cable news. Mm-hmm. I mean, I have to because it's part of my research for this show every yeah, week. Yeah, for laughs. You know? Know? <laughs> yeah. You know, I'll listen to a little bit of Fox. I'll listen to uh, some OAN. I'll listen to some Newsmax. I'll listen to independent uh, news uh, that are now streaming on various different uh, streaming platforms. Yeah, I really like those a lot. I go through social media, and, and that's why I like also streaming this show on social media because a lot of people get their information on social media these days. These days, You have to. There's nowhere else to get it. And, yeah. you know, um, people don't realize it's all the sponsors, the commercials. Mm-hmm. You know, they're driven by the commercials. Don't you dare say this. Don't you dare say that. Don't get out of the, you know, look at Carlson, Tucker Carlson. 
TV. Man, he's he doesn't have any gloves on anymore. He could say what he no, wants. No, he's on fire on X, yeah. X slash Twitter now. It's like I love watching his. He's stuff. awesome because he I is. read his books. You know, some of his books. He's he's just the way he puts things. You know, and Fox had his hands tied, of course. You know, now he's he's on his own. You know? Oh yeah. And I listen to stuff like uh, Joe Rogan. I love how he has guys on and. You know, they, they talk longer than the 15-minute, you know, little sound bites. And, oh, well, that's enough. We're not going to, you know, we're going to move on now. And yeah. his shows get into it. He's in the, you know, his politics, he's in the middle, of course. Um, you know, I'm not saying I agree with everything he does, but I just like shows like that where, you know, his guest is on and so you so you this like guy the, has to say. So you like all his shows that are, they're trying to take down, like, uh uh, what was it Russell Brandt now? I mean, anybody that's talking the truth. They're going after him hardcore. They, oh, well, yeah. you know, yeah, Russell Brand. Okay, I wanted to talk about him a little bit anyway, okay? He's a guy that uh, has been, lately, he's been doing, <coughs> excuse me, he's been doing a lot of streams about just talking about what's really going on. Mm-hmm. And then suddenly, this is the common thing that happens to people nowadays that are speaking out. If they want to shut you up, like I talked about earlier in the show about silencing people, you the common thing now is not only are you a conspiracy theorist, maybe, but that one's starting to fade out, actually. Now they call you a rapist. You're a rapist. Oh, yeah. One of the worst things, one of the worst accusations they, that they can make against a man is to call him a rapist. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And it doesn't matter about whether there's any actual proof of it or not. And, and another interesting thing about these whole accusations of being a rapist is these women come out of the woodwork from, like, decades before. Okay. Yeah. Uh so now you're a rapist. Now you're a rapist. Yeah. It's but like, and I, and I bet you they were cheap, cheap to pay off to come up and say something like that. <laughs> yeah, probably, probably. 10,000. And, and the yeah. thing is, is like, wouldn't rape have been a very traumatic event and you would have wanted to, you know, uh, report immediately, it? Immediately, immediately. But here's another thing, too, that's very, very interesting about when time goes by. Okay. When time goes by, memories tend to change. Yep. Okay. So maybe you went out, you know, uh, Russell Brand, he's an interesting guy. He's not a bad-looking guy, but he probably didn't have any trouble getting any dates. He's a uh, rock star. He's a rock star. You know, it's like, you know, people love rock stars. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, he probably, he, you know, honestly, maybe he has slept with a lot of women. Okay, so he, what, he you know? It. He said he was very promiscuous in yeah. his youth, and he enjoyed it, and all the women wanted him. Yeah. So he gave in. I saw Get Him to the, Get him to the Greek. That was a great <laughs> movie, you know? Yeah. He, he Could you imagine? That was probably during the time he's being accused. Uh-huh. But but now tons he's, of women all over him. You know? But now he's like he's like a lot of us. He's like me. You know, he's he's had, in a way, I I think a lot of us have become modern modern day prophets where we're you know we've we're out there speaking out. It's like I never imagined I'd be doing talk radio up until a few a few years ago. Yeah. And you know, some days I'll come in here and it's like, wow, I can't believe I'm doing this. You know, yeah. I can't believe that I'm on the radio and doing this. And I never imagined that I'd be able to talk like this and and for words to just be coming into my head like mm-hmm. this and, and talk about everything. But Russell Brand's the same I way. I love his show. I listen to him. Oh, he's fantastic. Yeah, and whatever he's talking about. It's, you know. Well, I, you know, give me yeah. a second. I got a little clip from him, too. Go ahead. What's on your mind there, Fido, while I'm uh, looking that up? Well, just uh, 
just what we were talking about. I like Russell. I listened to some of his, and they're going after him bad, you know. And it's it's a matter of time they'll go after Joe Rogan. They'll go after. I mean, I'm surprised they haven't found some women to come and say that uh, that Tucker raped them. I listened know. to. Actually, I believe they did do that some time oh, ago, and that. that got shot down. I listened to a comedian that's always on Joe Rogan, uh, Theo Vaughn. He's so funny, and he's just <laughs> you know he's not he's not a conservative. He's not. He just talks about real stuff. They're going after him now. You know, I don't know what he said. And he hasn't even professed to be a conservative? Yeah. No. So that's usually the people they go after as the conservatives. And, um, yeah, it's just, um, if, like you said before, Trump was running for president, you know, if the justice system was so great, we're going after this guy, you know, not until he ran for president. And you know who else I, I'm really fond of is Candace Owens, because she really comes up to the truth. And the liberals, oh, try, I love Candace Owens. They try to cut down everything, Owens, and she just puts a boot in their face and walks she, away. She's fantastic. I she's loved very, it when she was knocking at that lady's door, and the lady's calling that she's being harassed. <laughs> and they show Candace Owens, oh, uh, sorry, we'll come back later. She's so polite, and yeah, yeah. there was no harassment, no, yeah, nothing yeah. past the door, you know. And she was trying to talk to, I think, the BLM. Mm-hmm. Okay, let me for the, a lot of you that don't like like you know scour social media like like a lot of us do may not you may have maybe heard of Russell Brand but this is the latest guy that the left is trying to describe got one of his latest videos this this is the kind of stuff he's talking about okay this is why they feel threatened okay so let me uh, I'm gonna play this little clip for you here okay. Biden told the UN that Russia if you're watching, and Russia you can watch the video. are responsible for the current war. Meanwhile, the UK have got boots on the ground in Ukraine, which it was said would never happen. So we asked, was Tucker Carlson right when he said there'll be a hot war between the US and Russia within a year? <laughs> Hello there, you awakening wonders, wherever you may be. Thank you for joining us. Thank you for not being governed by fear. Thank you for remaining discerning and awake and principled. Thank you for elevating your consciousness above the dirge and deluge of the legacy media that wants you dumb and distracted and to accept facts like that Russia and Russia alone bears responsibility for the current conflict between Russia and Ukraine. Remember, we need you to follow us now more than ever. Here's how you can do that. And if it's within your means, support us. It's more important that you support this movement than ever before. We need you. It's plain we need you. The government demonetized us. We need you. Now let's get on to a much more important story. In fact, the kind of stories that in any sensible world the legacy media will be reporting responsibly. Biden has said that Russia and Russia alone are responsible for the Russia-Ukraine conflict. That means, was there any US involvement in the 2014 coup? Did NATO infringe on former Soviet territories? What all happened things with the I've North pipeline? About. What's going on with all those bio labs across Ukraine? What is BlackRock's role going to be after the conflict yep. ends? There are a lot of questions. Not in the legacy media though there are no questions at all just propaganda just the amplification of a state message that wants you dumb distracted and incapable for discerning for yourself let's have a look at how the legacy media reports on this story and introduces the significant amplification of actual uk troops in ukraine remember when we're reporting on this we're reporting in a nuanced way we're not saying that ukraine oughtn't be saved and served we're not saying that the humanitarian issues and the unnecessary loss of life are not significant we're not saying 
saying that Ukraine don't have their right to their own agenda and own historical sovereign trajectory. We're simply asking, are the legacy media telling you the truth? How is this war going? Whose benefits are being served? Do you think that US involvement is for humanitarian reasons or are there military industrial complex motivations behind it? These are the questions we're asking you. Are you being told the truth? That's so that's, you know, that's a good sample of Russell Brand. And that, that probably was the last, the latest one that got him in deep. Yeah. 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 Because he said I, a lot in that one segment. Oh my gosh, a ton. Yeah. And, and this segment right here, here this, this uh, thing he did was 18 and a half minutes long. Mm-hmm. Okay. But he is, he's a very, very powerful influencer. He gets out there. He asks the questions like I've been doing. Mm-hmm. You know, these things that he brought up are things that I've been talking about for the last couple of years. I've been asking these questions. It's like, does this make any sense to you? Like another thing recently that happened, uh, I don't know, it's been a little over a month ago or whatever, about that F-35. Okay. Yeah. The media never investigated that yeah it just went away did you notice that how it went away i did a search the other day about the f-35 thing nothing nothing crickets Mm -hmm. it's like the media is not talking about it there were no photos of any wreckage there's no explanation of what a mishap is mm-hmm. or the, ba- the even the pilot that bailed hasn't said what what exactly what ha- what was the mishap yeah. what was it that he had bailed out and let this and it it, it and actually, the plane stayed flying for 45 60 minutes 60 miles 60 they miles. said yeah. yeah wow 60 miles it flew for 60 miles so why would the pilot bail out of a plane that it's was still obviously flying. still flying before exhausting every possible remedy to the problem, before you just uh, jump out of this $100 million airplane and let it let it be destroyed. Or was it destroyed? And that's the question I've got. Was it really destroyed? It's like, we haven't seen any proof of any wreckage. Well, where is it? We don't know where it is. Yeah. You know? And, and I've got some really interesting theories about that one. It's like, was the airplane possibly hacked and taken over and is it now in in the possession of a of an enemy? I we don't Who know. Who knows? Yeah, yeah. And like you said, um, everything gets uh, shadow banned. Like you know, like if you look up that subject on Google, it's not going to be there. If you look up on YouTube, it's not going to be there. You know, no. uh, especially the first ten options are, you know, you look up somebody's name. You say Trump, it's going to talk indictment, 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 indictment. Right. Trump. It's not right. nothing good or nothing, you know. And so I've noticed that. I used to follow, you know, not only the Russell Brands and the big ones, but small time people like podcasts or people on the street that are at the rallies, at the riots, you know, where we're standing out here and we're in LA and this and that and we're patriots. And, you know, I can't find those people anymore. I've been unfollowed. And I cannot find him again. I found that happening in the during the election last time. And if I'm sharing something with Stella, it probably doesn't get to you. You know, they're doing that to us. Mm-hmm. But if someone shares something pro Biden, oh, it's all over. You know, so or anti um, or anti Trump. And I love that about about Elon Musk. What he did with Twitter, he went in there and said, you know, these the feds were in here telling them what to do. It's on the Twitter files right now. You can the evidence read is those. out. I know. And for the longest time, I went through those Twitter files mm-hmm. and was breaking nobody them down. Nobody cares. And, re- and it's like, well, nobody's paying any attention. Nobody cares that they were being told what to say. Oh, the Biden stuff. And it wasn't Do just Twitter. Do not say anything about that laptop. It wasn't not. just Twitter. It was no, all social all media of them, platforms. But Twitter is, you know, now that he released the Twitter files, 
You know, nobody cares. They don't what makes care. So, what makes people so complacent that they're it'll just roll off like you know they don't like you said think about it or <sighs> they they have been trained or brainwashed to not even question it. And I think we're all like that because when I grew up, you know, I thought that Walter Cronkite on the news was. Oh, me too. That was it. You know, they that's back said when we it had tonight. Three, that's you know? back when we had three teams. Yes. <laughs> you know, there's something going on right now, you know, and and then I've you know, said the 90s before. came along and, yeah. and Desert Storm. and Walter and then, Cronkite told you the news and he let you make up your own mind. He would even say it. You know, exactly. No one mind. ever would talk opinion, mm-hmm. you know, back then. But still, who knows? They were still probably starting to feel that corporate push to, you know, maybe not you know, go after this president or, you know, Reagan got it pretty bad. I know that Mm -hmm. Um, to the point where I didn't like Reagan when he was in office, you know, and I'm talking, I'm 10 years old, you know. Oh, when you're 10 years old, I mean, you know. Right. But I was like paying attention to that kind of stuff, you know, and. um, Why did you not like Reagan when you were 10 years old? Because I was told not to like Reagan. Ah, You're not a Republican, you know, and I have friends to this day got an argument with me. He's like. You don't have enough money to be a Republican. That has no, you know what? And I'm going to tell you right now, I'm not a Republican mm-hmm. because I've seen what they are. They're, they're, you know, I'm not. I'm a conservative. I think conservatively, and let me tell you, I'm the conservative. Hispanic. I'm a constitutionalist. I believe in freedom and liberty. I believe yes. in. The, I'm not going to label myself no, a Republican no, because no. I'm a, I've had. I'm a I've patriot. Had, Right, I'm a patriot, straight up. Yeah. So, so I will vote for anybody that is supporting yes. those values. Now, Democrats, straight Democrat, all the way through. They don't even care, you know. And it's it's they sad. Don't, they don't even know who's on the ballot. They'll just go. If it says Democrat, exactly. that, that's good enough and for them. It, it's straight up. They they in their heart mm-hmm. with their family, they're standing mm-hmm. by this, mm-hmm. you know. And they'll say, "I'm a lifelong Democrat, and I'll never change." Your party's changing right in front of you, you know, and I wish we had a tough governor. I wish we had a tough mayor. I wish we had a tough president. You know, uh, I'm going to say it right now. I've lost family members to fentanyl the last three, four years. Everybody, it's hitting every family. You go down central, every race is on, you know, I don't call it a homeless problem. It's a party drug problem. They want to party all night. And they should, you look at uh, uh, states like California, and they're allowing it. We're turning into that right now, mm-hmm. you know. And the mayor's talking about a brand new stadium, and you know, something needs to be done. They're wanting you know? to put homeless encampments in in school parking lots now. Yeah. Yeah. You know, it's like, oh, well, look at all the things that happens in a homeless encampment. Mm-hmm. Okay. And they always talk about how they care about, oh, it's about the children. We care about the children. Mm-hmm. And so yet, what do we what do we get with homeless encampments? We get drug needles. Mm-hmm. Uh, we, we get needles. We get trash. We get uh, people crapping and pissing on the mm-hmm. ground all over the place. Um, and yet we want to put these people in the parking lots of our children's schools. Or anywhere it, it or, used to be illegal, our, or in our city parks, yeah, or or in the gymnasiums at schools. I mean, why do? How is this good for? How is this good for communities? They, they, these politicians don't look at this kind of this like Diane Feinstein, okay, mm-hmm. passing away, and they were talking about, oh, what a fantastic servant of the people she was, you know. And it's like 
Her city sucks. Her district is San the worst Francisco, in the country. Her and Nancy Pelosi, San Francisco sucks, and it's their fault, partially. And they take so much money. Do you know how much they spend on the homeless problem there? Billions. Yeah. It doesn't and show. It goes to their buddies program. Oh, we got this program. Of course. You know? And we also have to have an administrative, you know, uh, a couple of CEOs that are making, a, you know, two and a half, $200,000 each well, you know, to run this when, joint, when was, you know? When I was running, I actually went to the Hope, you know, and uh, what are all, the, all those little money-making organizations that say they help the homeless? Well, if you go to the one on 3rd and Central, you have to buzz. They're not allowed to go in there, never the homeless. But I asked for an investigation of their books and stuff to see where the money was going, and they told me to come back in three weeks when they could clean it up. But all that money goes into administration. They have oh, yeah. pool tables, the best food for snacks, and a beautiful atmosphere, plants everywhere. It's gorgeous. The homeless are not allowed in there. And now the place on Third Street, that's just as bad. It's that's called coming home or something. It was just as bad. I went to go visit it. There's maybe they have a place for them to sleep, like on yeah. off of what is it, Candelaria, there. But they have strict rules. You have to be out by a certain time, whatever. And horrible things happen in those places. Yeah. But they are not going to cure homeless because it's a money making thing. Just and like the the place on Second Street, brother. What was his name? He gave himself a, a raise every year. Joy Junction. Yeah, they, he'd get. He was getting like two hundred fifteen thousand oh. a year, a year, and he got multiple. Yeah, uh, it has people. to remain an issue so they can keep saying that they're going to fix it. Right. And and I I don't know how people are so dumb that they don't see through this, and yet these same people that do nothing that that are actually allowing the problem to continue and not doing anything about it keep getting reelected. It, yeah. it just I I just. This really frustrates me. It's a moneymaker. It's, it's very frustrating. Um, and like I said, I got family and friends that are having going through this problem right now. And it's not a homeless problem. It's not a job problem. It's a drug problem. They should, okay. They should listen to Nancy Reagan when she said, just say no. Just say no. All right. So um, we're going to be right back. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. We have tons to talk about today. We, are gonna, we, we could do a 10-hour show today. Anyway, Absolutely. we'll be back. Have you been wanting to do a podcast but don't have a studio? We can produce your show here at Freedom Speak. We can even do commercials and PSAs. Your podcast here at Freedom Speak Studio would be complete with professional audio and video and we'll stream it to your favorite platform. All you have to do is show up and talk. We do the rest. For details, email us at becca at freedomspeaknm.com. Interested in getting your concealed carry permit? Perkins Protection Training offers state-approved concealed carry classes for both New Mexico and Utah, taught by a certified NRA instructor, local woman-owned and ran by husband-and-wife team since 2004. Individual coaching, ensuring every student learns according to their individual needs, complete with pre-class and follow-up tutoring. One-on-one, beginner, and advanced classes also available. Mention KDAZ for 10% off class. Call 505-238-1214. That's 505-238-1214 or on the web at perkinsprotectiontraining.com. 
Are you a small business with unique skills that believes it can bring value to Sandia or our other national labs and would like to grow your national lab contract portfolio? Then listen up. Working with any of the national labs can be overwhelming. From the lengthy terms to the bureaucratic red tape, it can feel like these labs don't want to work with small businesses. Nothing could be further from the truth. They want and need exceptional small businesses to be part of their supply chain. I can help you. My name is Asa Bortz Johnson, owner of Sandia Consulting Group. I spent 10 years as a subcontract manager at Sandia Labs and can help you navigate the bureaucracy. My central objectives are to increase your firm's probability of winning a contract, minimize your administrative burden, shorten the time frame from proposal to purchase order, and maximize your firm's profit. Give me a call at 505-362-3499 or go to my website at sandiaconsultinggroup.com. Schedule your no-cost meet and greet to discuss how Sandia Consulting Group can support your mission. Welcome. How you doing today, Stella? I'm Things cool. going good for you so far? I'm real energetic today, yeah. Me too. Vito, um, you're... I'm really, really getting into the stuff that you're talking about today. I, you know, we, we were going to talk about... <laughs> I wanted to talk about the, the ousting of Kevin McCarthy in that last segment, and somehow we got sidetracked. I, I don't even know how that happened, but it was a fantastic conversation. It happens sometimes. We go down rabbit holes around here. Yeah. That's okay. But back to McCarthy. <laughs> yeah. So the other day I was kind of having an, uh, my own little personal media blackout because, you know, being too deep in all of this stuff, like all the time, it, it really, really will just wear you down and just and just destroy your whole mood about everything. You want to run to a wall. Yeah. Just to shut it out for a while. Yeah. So that's what I was doing that particular day. And I think I got it. I think I was talking to my mom on the phone or something. And, and she said, Hey, what do you think about Kevin McCarthy uh, getting ousted? It's like, he got ousted. Really? They actually ousted him. You know, the, the Republicans actually got a little bit of guts and they decided to oust him. You know, Here's my thought about the whole McCarthy thing. He barely got in to start with. They literally had like I was just thinking that. 15 votes over and uh, until they finally just wore everybody out. And it's like, okay, all right, I'll vote for Kevin McCarthy, you know? You know, and it's like I wasn't happy about that at all. It's like, you know, maybe you should try to maybe run somebody else after 15 votes. I mean, all they did was just wear everybody down until yeah. they were just, they were tired. Well, he had to give up some few things too, I know, to get in yeah. the votes. And yeah. I kind of liked that. I was like, well, they're, they're pushing him to, you know, you're going to either do this, yeah, do the job or, or not. We're yeah. not going to get you in there, you know? And I'm kind of lost on why they ousted him. You know, like I said, it, it I've broke, been. It broke my heart that he gave another, what, $2 billion to Ukraine without even a vote to Congress or anything. Mm-hmm. Just, okay, I just went around with. I mean, they've given enough to Ukraine. My God, they've given them how much? <coughs> about $32 billion so far. That's enough when they just keep giving them more and more. Well, I, I don't think we should have been giving money to Ukraine to start with. Because yeah. in my opinion, from the very beginning, Ukraine, there's something else going on there that they're not telling us. 
I think it's obviously a money laundering operation. There is a reason why that they don't want any kind of accountability. There's a reason why some bean counter in Washington is not, uh, you know, itemizing every little thing that they send to, to Ukraine and where it's going and what it's being used for. Well, let's see how much the Bidens are worth after this. That's yeah. that's all I have to say. The Bidens have gotten rich out of politics, and now that he's, uh, I mean, come on, Zelensky is his little, you know, puppet. He just comes here and collects his check and goes back. And well, he was the perfect guy for the job. He's an actor. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. and uh, before he got into that position in Ukraine, he was actually a very successful comedic actor. I talked about that, I don't know, a week or two ago about Zelensky. You know, they make fun of him for that, but he was popular in in not just Ukraine, but in various different parts of Europe. He was popular. And that and that's how he got in there. But, you know, Ukraine, uh, but Kevin McCarthy, okay, Excuse me. to me, Kevin, Kevin McCarthy seems like a really nice guy. He's probably a guy you could sit down with. You'd like him, you know, and people will say often people will say in government, they'll say, well, you know, he's a good friend of mine. It's like, well, you're not there to make friends. You know, it's like fine if you're getting along. But when it comes right down to it. When you get elected into office, your job is to go in there and reflect the values and the will of your constituents. That is what you got voted in for. And, you know, like the whole thing with San Francisco, it's like, did Nancy Pelosi and Dianne Feinstein get voted into office? Yes, we want we want homeless encampments all over our city. We want we want people pissing and crapping all over the sidewalks. We want to, we want looting in the stores. This is what we're voting you for because that's what was going on while they were in charge. Yet they kept getting reelected. You know, I I. I, I don't get it. So the reason McCarthy is out is because of these things like continuing to give money to to Ukraine when it's completely unaccountable. And and there were certain promises he made that he didn't keep when he got into office. So I get it. Um, yeah, he barely made it in. And I just wonder who they're going to get now. And then you all hear all this talk. Uh, Trump's. Trump for speaker, right? You know, or at least interim I, speaker. I mean, I'm not against that idea, but I don't think it's going to happen. That's honestly where the power is. Look how long Pelosi and Feinstein and these people have been. They are truly the ones in charge. They die on the Congress. Yeah, floor. when you see Nancy, <laughs> they Pelosi literally die behind the president at the State of the Union. She is honestly probably the most powerful person right there. You know, the vice and the and the president are. Are just there for their four years, just there for their term. But Pelosi, no matter what, is always and the Californian love her. They'll always keep her there. She'll probably die in office, and then the re, uh, Democratic governor can appoint no election. Not that an election will help there. They do the jungle primaries or the jungle Democrat versus Democrat. You know, yeah. they they push all the Republicans out. It seems like uh, Arizona is going that way now. New Mexico's been that way. You know, I never Forever. realized it until Forever. I started seeing, you know. Uh, it would be nice if we can, you know, be in the middle, not just totally red, you know, but it's just totally blue right now. And Or so it would seem, it would seem to be. It, it, 
the politics has totally blue. The people are still conservative. A lot of the, they're conservative. They just Hispanics don't. are conservative. They don't we realize that, that you way. are a conservative thinking we person, but you're voting way. against what you think against yourself. They yeah. do yeah. because they're they they believe that they're supposed to. But then they'll. I love when uh, I love it now when uh, diehard Democrats that I know are complaining about gas or the the inflation or you know. Don't you remember gas was a dollar seventy nine on right. election day? Oh, they! Th- I think they've forgotten. Yeah. I think they have. And you know, Biden attacked oil immediately. You know, the first thing he did, and you know, I'm one of those that believe in the winter. You're going to need these diesel trucks. We need diesel to harvest. You know, uh, crops. And speaking of crops, it just seems like it's deliberate. They're bringing down, you know, the farmers. The dollars declining. The crimes going up, homelessness, drugs, open border. It's not a, a race to stop fentanyl from coming in, but China's just giving it to the cartels, probably for next to nothing. Cartels are producing it into pills, and they're here. They are here. You know, I worry about my car getting stolen now like never before. <laughs> you can't go anywhere. They're stealing it from churches, funerals, motorcycles, the... You know, and it's not just an uptick in crime. The cartels are here. They're paying these guys. Go steal these cars. Go mm-hmm. do this. You know. Well, you know, stealing gas is going to be. Is, I I had a friend of mine the other day that called me and said, Becca, I somebody punched a hole in the bottom of my and fuel tank and gas. drained the gas out of it. Wow. So you trash somebody's car just so you can get a few gallons yeah. of gas out of the tank. You know, when I uh, a few months ago I had bought a. Uh, a new ATV in in Colorado, and I was bringing it home, and I had it on my trailer and had it parked outside the hotel where I was staying the night, and they were uh, nice enough to top off the tank in my ATV and give me a free tank of gas uh, to, you know, when they sold it to me. Well, when I went out to ride it the first time, it was empty. They took the gas from Somebody me. stole the wow. gas out of my new ATV. Wow. I didn't get to get a chance to use any of that gas I was given. Yeah. Well, you know, they're I, taking all the catalytic converters. Yeah. Yeah, catalytic converters they're, out of big trucks. They get a ton of money. And who are these people? I mean, they shouldn't even be buying them. The people they sell them to, those uh, people that you sell aluminum to, they buy them and they know they're stolen. Right. Yeah. Uh, I had a friend, her uh, beauty shop got closed the other day. A uh, couple of days because uh, over the weekend they stole all the copper off our building. So she's like, "Sorry to my clients, we're gonna have to wait a few days. We're gonna have to postpone, you know." And it's not like, um, "Oh, there's no jobs. There's everyone's out of work. There's this homeless problem." It's a total drug problem, you know. And I thank God I never had that issue. I don't judge anybody that's on that, but that's the problem right now. I'm worried about my truck outside right now. You know, I'm not kidding. I've not, I've never seen so many for hire signs in my life. Mm-hmm. All every corner. Sometimes they beg you, "Can you come and help us? We haven't gotten paid because we don't even have a CPA or Uh-oh. anybody to." I said, "No, I don't." I'm wanna. hearing <laughs> it from so many. We can't find people. Thank mm-hmm. God you're here. You know, or, you know, how much? The, yeah, where the are all question, the people? Yeah. Where are they all? Yeah. They're all drugged up on fentanyl. No, it's bad. It, you're starting to see, you know, not just uh, in my day, you had the, you know, one or two people, you know, on, on the heavy drugs, whatever. A couple of bag ladies you'd see around town. It's everywhere. It's so scary. It's heartbreaking. You know, and I have a small story off the subject or on the subject. I got tickets yesterday. I bought a new 
my girlfriend bought a new uh, Toyota. Not new, but new to us. Mm-hmm. The dealer gave us a tag. It expired two days ago. We get the new plate today. Driving down Central to my job site, a motorcycle cop pulls me over. And I tell him I'm getting my plate tomorrow. He gives me three tickets for improper this, improper posting of a whatever. What? And right next. What a jerk. Right next to homeless camps, they're shooting up right, right there. Right in his face, yeah. Right there. Well, he's not told to, you know, that's, he's, he's not allowed to mess with them. They're allowed to do it. They're but, given, but he can do you. You know, and like I said, I'm not judging these people, but, you know, I feel so bad for everyone out there. They're on a drug that, that is a thousand times worse than we were kids, you know. It's they're designing this stuff. It's designer drugs, mm-hmm. and I feel so bad. But you know, of course, our my tickets will be washed because we're gonna get the plate and everything. But why put somebody through that? Why are you pulling over the working man? Right, and because we're the ones that pay the fines, or you know, yeah. want to keep our license. And it's probably the end there's of, a whole demographic of people who just don't care no more. And you say tonight, hey, I got you a great place, dinner, showers, bed. The party's not there. They're not allowed to party. So they make the choice. It's a choice to be in these camps that you say. Yeah. Well, that hospital that the the mayor paid $30 million for is now sitting empty because they were only going to set like 15 apartments and the rest was... Like supposedly for medical, but it's a huge hospital, and they people that they were lining up to go there said, "Well, we want our rights. We want to be able to have people sleep over if we want. We want to do drugs if we want and drink. We want a party. Yeah. We want entertainment provided to us." It, I said, "Seriously, really? We don't even have that, you know? Yeah. Entertainment provided to us in this place that we live. We want to be like it's our own home and just party. They didn't say work and keep it up and to party." That's all yeah, it's a big party right now, and you know we all want to have a good time and and do all that. But I I feel bad for this. Like I said, I have friends and family; they're mixed up in it, and you know I always use that joke. It's I can't even quit French fries. I could imagine you know quitting a I hardcore drug fries. that has this hold over you. You know they lose their family, their kids, their job, it, their house. Their, they don't have cars no more. It it gets so. What does what do we do? You know what? can we do i think a tough mayor a tough some tough judges you can't criminalize drug use anymore that didn't work but you can't criminalize anybody yeah well anything. i know that that didn't work you know we can't but you know what you can uh, you can enforce the law against enforce cam- the law. against uh camping on the sidewalk it should be illegal to sleep on the street right there you know yeah I mean, they're literally on the sidewalk. It, yeah. It's heartbreaking. And then you see the fentanyl users, they're folded over, like standing up asleep. Mm-hmm. It's so scary. It scares me. Like zombies. Me. I watched it on TV, like Philadelphia, Kensington Street, yeah, yeah. or uh, Skid Row in LA is is the whole downtown now, mm-hmm. you know, uh, all up the coast. And it's happening here. I've been to Phoenix. Um, they actually have the downtown camps there, so... They're all in one place in Phoenix. And, you know, uh, it's just scary. It's just, um, it seems deliberate that this administration is allowing fentanyl. I think that's our biggest problem right now is the fentanyl, you know, not the migrants coming through, but the migrants that are getting paid to maybe bring it through, Mm -hmm. you know, and 
Well, you know what it comes right down to? There is a ton of money being exchanged a for all of these things. A ton of money. And, you know, you've, we've got, we've all, all, I believe all the things that are going on, it can be traced back to somebody being paid. Mm. You know, just like what I was talking about earlier about how, oh, well, you want to make sure you vote for the candidate that's getting the most money. That's like, shouldn't you actually be suspicious of the candidate getting the most money? Um, but all of these things going on, like the open border and the and the fentanyl problem mm-hmm. and the, you know, push for these like like, OK, like you were talking about uh, we were talking about uh, was Diane Feinstein. Mm-hmm. OK, she got somebody appointed in her place for now. Yeah. OK, by Governor Nuisance. And and so it's it, she checks all the boxes. She's black. She's gay. First LBG. Uh, first LGBTQ black person plus. Yeah. Uh, and first woman. So uh, she's black. She's a woman, and she's gay. And so that makes her somehow eligible. the most qualified. Yeah. What for was the her position. ideas? What plans? Does she have any plans? Right. You know, what? You know. Yeah. No. 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 Of so, course, and that's how it works. And and yeah, I don't have any problem with with anybody of you know that's black a woman or lgbt plus plus minus q mm-hmm. divided by you know uh 2s i mean there's all kinds of funky different designations they're coming out with but i don't have any problem with that but is she the best person for the job and she just happens to have those traits mm-hmm. no we know that's not the case i wouldn't even want to be hired on those things i, I wouldn't be, yeah, either you know Maybe I and she's, she's, because from, she's from Maryland, doesn't even live in California. Uh-huh. She's going to have to move to California now. I mean, really? They, they, yeah, she's from Maryland. So they really had to search high and low to find well, somebody that checks all those boxes. That's right. It's well. not like it would have made a difference for an election over there, you know. When if they're going to do maybe a, are they going to do a special election or is I that don't, the final? Uh, I think he gets to a point. Yeah, and that's I don't it. think they are. It's the governor's yeah. choice. I think and that's she's going to be in that place until yeah. the next election. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's yeah. a governor's choice in that situation. Yeah. So, you know, of course, he's going to choose one of his guys or girls. But see, this is all about buying votes. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is all about pandering to, okay, we're going to do this because this is going to get the black community to vote for a Democrat next mm-hmm. time. Or guess this is going to get the LGBT plus community to vote for us the next time because these people are desperate for votes and they're looking for any way to do it. This is going to be a way to get women to vote for us in the next election. It's, it's not about getting the best person for the job. It has nothing to do with that anymore. And it shouldn't be politics. It should be we want to get these streets cleaned up, get these people cleaned up for the most part. And I'm already like a 50-year-old that's on fentanyl. It's hard to get them to change. But, you know, a 10-year-old is where we got to start getting these you know, how are we going to reach these kids to well, not, not make it so accessible for them? Because right now, just to know this is where you're going to end up. It's there's no turning back, you know, once you try it. But it's accessible to them so easily in school. My little 12 year old has, has already been offered drugs, fentanyl and stuff at the at a charter school where we thought she'd be and safer. And you can touch that stuff and it'll get in, you know, just being around it. Right. Oh, I mean, yeah. It's yeah. Horrible. Just it's horrible. Al- it's it's almost call it kind of like anthrax. Yeah. You know. Yeah. It can so, even if you just touch it, or if it gets in the air and you accidentally inhale it, or something like that. It's apparently that deadly. It, it's terrible. 
And it's just uh, seems deliberate. I, I honestly believe the dollar's declining on purpose where, you know, uh, China and all these companies are abandoning the dollar right now, right? Yeah, They're they are. going to the gold standard. That had to be a huge mistake when we abandoned the, the that. The bricks or whatever yeah, they call bricks. it. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, it's not And good. then we're pushing Russia right into China's arms. Yeah. It's like, okay, you want to put these sanctions on Russia uh, because... In in my in my opinion, I believe that we actually pushed Russia into this conflict with Ukraine, with the whole thing with NATO encroaching on their border, potentially mm-hmm. encroaching on their border, and apparently Russia had some pretty had some pretty good intel about weapons labs, bio labs in Ukraine. They could potentially be used against them, and all of this stuff is true. It's you know they were they were talking about, and we have Putin actually making fun of our government because of how weak we are now. Weak, and Weak. they're building power plants, and we're shutting them down. Yeah, we are going to be in a mess. Yes, and, and it hasn't caught up with there. us totally. It has yet. not, but it will. We're going to be in a mess when we can't produce our own energy. We can't produce our own food. It's going to be blood in the streets. It's going to be crazy, and it just seems deliberate. What country would shoot themselves in the foot so bad? I just feel like it's totally planned. It's planned to where. You know, uh, uh, the new world order, you hear all this stuff. Yeah. I think a lot of it is planned because they want population control. So the fentanyl kills a lot of people. I mean, thousands every year. Well, I think it's more of you don't have to worry about those people right now. Mm -hmm. You know, the more that we lose, the more men we lose to that, the more families are broken up, the more, you know, I don't see anybody, if I were president or, you know, the border needs to be regulated as far as just what's coming across, not only humans. You know? Well, now that it's election time, he Biden's going back and building the wall. Yeah. Finishing yeah. the wall. You know, AOC, they're, they're talking about building this wall. Now they're actually going to be building the wall again, is mm-hmm. what they're saying. Yeah. But Biden is coming out and saying, well, walls don't work. Okay, are you telling me that when somebody comes up to the border and they're looking at this 30-foot wall that's nearly unclimbable, that that's not working? Yeah. Because... Uh, not a lot of people are going to try to climb that wall because uh, you're probably going to end up dying in the process. They're not. If you've been down to the border and seen that wall, that is not an easy wall to go over. Um, and AOC made a really stupid statement. She, she said, makes stupid statements yeah, all the she time. She does it all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but, but, but she said, she said, well, walls don't work. All they do is make people go to a more remote area to cross. Well, it's like, didn't you just say just then that the wall worked because works. they weren't able to climb it, so they tried to go somewhere else. So if the wall is everywhere, okay. and the only place that anybody can get through is an actual legitimate port of entry, um, then yes, walls do work. And she just said the walls don't that the the walls work. Yep. So you just got done saying that. They're not going to climb the wall. They'll go to another place right. that we can manage. We yeah, can watch. A place you know? where we can manage them. Yeah. Yes. Well, right now they're allowed to walk across the border. And I had a video the other day that my friend sent me where these people have babies and small children and they're crossing them. And the guard told them, what's wrong with your baby? And he goes, it's asleep. And he goes, it doesn't look, they, they're drugging the children so they don't cry and make a scene and carry them across and say, oh, they're tired. They're asleep. Yeah. But they're drugging the babies. And they use kids' accounts. Can't speak so they can be reused. That's right. Bring them back, get another family, S- sell them use again. This, tell yeah. them it's your baby. Follow the money. 
Yep. Mm-hmm. And that's a terrible policy, Obama. And Obama started that. You know, you have a kid, no questions asked, you're going to get a court date. And nine out of ten of them don't go back for their court date. They cut it off, reuse the poor kid to come across, you know. Well, look at and, all the children that are missing now. How many, like, what is it, 385,000 yeah, little minors? They're being for that. Well, they, they are disappeared into the system. Mm-hmm. You know, they they flew them out in the middle of the night somewhere that nobody knows where they're at. They're supposed to have sponsors, but they don't. Yeah. No, I believe they're, they're being at. reused, taken back. They don't tell you nothing when you're going back that way. Mm-hmm. Then they be, they're reused. I have uh, my mom's husband. He is from Mexico. And... For 20 years, he's done everything right with his visa. He's done everything. He finally learned the Constitution and the Spoke everything. He, he, last July, got sworn in as a... Oh, that's awesome. Let me tell you something. He's yes. a Republican now. Yeah. Oh, good. Yes. Yeah. And he can't stand it that everybody is just, you know, they're coming right through. And, and it's not, you know, like I said... Well, they we, want these people to come through. They don't. We need laborers. They, they can't read or write English. Mm-hmm. They have not had to go through the process of understanding uh, the 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 traditions of this country and the Constitution and everything. So, and I've mentioned this before: is all they know is that some democratic politician made it possible for them to cross, and we supposedly live in a democracy, which they keep pushing that term all the time. So who do you think they're going to vote for? Do you think they're going to vote for somebody that's democratic or this unknown republic? What's a Republican? I don't know what a Republican stands for. Obviously, these people believe in democracy because they're democratic, you know, and that's they want these people to be dumb. They want them to be dumb. They want to come. Want them to come over, and they don't want them to know about this country. This is why legal immigrants are such a danger to these mm-hmm. people. Well, they're losing that demographic. They really are. Mm-hmm. You know. Well, not only that, when they cross the border, they have their little packet that they come back and let them know you're here and you're getting your free money and free housing. Whatever, Say this by. Democrats, and if you don't vote Democrat, you know, you have to vote. They don't even give a choice. You have to vote Democrat. We're the ones that are supplying your needs right now. And they make it real clear. So so back to the, the thing with the, the, the House thing. Um, Trump, I believe today, he endorsed Jim Jordan. Now, I've always been a fan of Jim Jordan. It's like, I like, he's, he's well-spoken. He doesn't take any crap. He gets out there. He's been really, really digging on getting the truth on things. He was my first pick from the very beginning. He endorsed him for speaker? He endorsed him. Mm-hmm. He officially endorsed him. And, you know, the thing about Jim Jordan is Jim Jordan didn't, like, wasn't desiring the position. He didn't really want the position, but people want him. So therefore, Jim Jordan has said, okay, yes, I'm officially putting my hat in the ring mm-hmm. uh, for Speaker of the House because people want him in the position. I predict that he will be he will be the one that ends up being voted in. That's just my prediction. You don't, you don't think they'll get Trump in there as Speaker of the House? I, I, I don't think so. Nah. No. I think he's going to run... You know, they're, they, he, he's they got, want, he wants to run. He needs to focus on, wants, on the presidential yeah, campaign. I don't think he wants to be Speaker of the House. That would be so strange. It yeah. would be, wouldn't it? It would be weird. It would be. It, to me, it would be just another clown show. <laughs> yeah. But you know, the thing is, the Speaker of the you mentioned something about Nancy Pelosi. I mean, she, she ruled the House with an iron fist. Mm-hmm. Okay, we need a Republican that will do the same thing, that will get in there. That has a backbone. And, and has a backbone and will push 
push the issues and get them through. That's what Nancy Pelosi was good at. And we need a Republican that's good at that, too. But and like I think I said, Jim Jordan might be the guy. It, it feels all for nothing if you feel, and a lot of people feel, the election was not, you know, kosher. And I believe, you know, through the mail it got lost. So I have a feeling it's going to be something like that again with this alert, you know, big alert. Oh, we're expecting one on October 11, aren't we? Uh, no, yeah, something like well, that. We'll but. talk about that in the in yeah. the next in the third hour because okay. it kind of goes along also with um, another thing I wanted to talk about. So yeah, we'll talk about that in the next hour. Okay. So third hour, I want to talk about how Hollywood, I believe, often gives us messages about what is to come. It's like, are they being tipped off? Do they know what? Are they in the know? I I just kind of wonder. I want to talk about that a little bit in the third hour. So, I don't know. I've got a lot of other things, too. Hollyweird. Hollyweird. Yeah. So, don't go anywhere. It's only going to continue to get better in the third hour. We've got lots more. You're listening to Freedom Speak with Becca Marie and Stella. And, hey, call in if you want to. We've got a lot of people watching this on social media today. I'm noticing that. Our number is 505-444-5059. Don't be shy. Call in. Join we want to hear your opinion. We do. We'll be right back. <laughs> 